Hi, this is Jackie Russo. I'm the host of Razor Branding Podcast. If it's your first time listening, thanks so much for downloading. I hope you subscribe and stick around. Yeah, Razor Branding Podcast is produced every Monday. You can subscribe through our website, razorbranding.org, through iTunes. Uh, you can even put it into your RSS feed. For more information, go to that website, razorbranding.org. Follow me on Twitter, at Jackie Russo, J-A-C-I-R-U-S-S-O. All the links are in the show notes, as well as anything else you need to know about each episode. If you don't like what is being said, change the conversation. Okay, now a quick break for a message from our sponsor, ParishParcel.com. If you have ever heard of any of those monthly subscription services, Birchbox, uh, BarkBox, uh, I've got one for you that doesn't have the word box in it. It is Parish Parcel. It is a monthly subscription service, uh, but even more than that, it's a curated Cajun experience. You're looking for a gift to give someone that's not expected. Uh, you've got somebody to shop for that's difficult to buy and you want to give them something unique. This is the thing. Parishparcel.com comes once a month. You can get the regular or the lanyap. And the lanyap has an extra item. That's what lanyap means, a little something extra. And it's pretty cool. It's everything from spices, apparel, food, art, music, recipes, Louisiana-made merchandise, soap, playing cards, uh, mustards, uh, different books, um, wine stoppers, uh, magnets, you name it. A little bit of everything, even some soap and bath bombs. But it's all made in Louisiana. It all has a unique Cajun flair to it. It's perfect for the stranded Cajun living away from home or someone who simply craves a little Cajun spice in their lives. And let me tell you, if you're looking for a gift to give someone that's different, parishparcel.com is the way to go. You're listening to Razor Branding Podcast, Episode 8, Two Kinds of Customers. This is one of my favorite topics, seriously, because it goes back to the famous quote by John Wanamaker, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. The trouble is, I don't know which half. I love that. I love that because every client feels that, even if they haven't verbalized it. I love that because it's probably true. And I love that because what people don't realize and what we're going to talk about today is that you're looking at it wrong. Instead of thinking... I spend money on TV and half of my TV ads are wasted or I spend money on radio and uh, Facebook and half of that is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, it's not where you're spending the money. It's who you're trying to reach with that money you're spending. Because you see, what you need to realize is there's two kinds of customers, relational and transactional. And the crazy part of it all is every one of us is both of those. You will be very relational in some of your transactions and you'll be very transactional in some of your relationships. And so what you have to figure out is how to reach the right people in the right frame of mind with regards to you and your products and your service. So when we talk about relational and transactional, let me just give you a recap. Relational, they think long-term. So by that, I mean, it's not about today. It's not about what I want right now. It's about what I'm going to need tomorrow and the next day and the next day. They consider today's transaction to be in a series of many. So yes, I'm buying a car today, but it's not the only car I'm ever going to buy. 
I'm going to buy another car in three, four, five years, another one after that, another one after that. If uh, you are like me and you have kids who are teenagers and preteens, you will know that that buy a car every five years thing quickly changes as they just keep turning 16 and needing new things. The older one leaves and takes his with him. The new one comes up and she needs a new one. So this whole buying a car thing is no longer a twice a decade experience. It's now a once a year experience, which is kind of annoying but and expensive, but that's another subject. So they only fear making a poor choice. For them, it, they're not factoring in all of the need to win. They don't approach it as a win. They approach it as, I want to make sure I'm getting the best product for my needs. I don't want to make a poor choice. They hope to find an expert that they can trust. So expert and trust, two very important parts of that sentence. You are supposed to be that expert and we should be able to trust you. So how are you positioning yourself as the expert and building trust? We're going to talk about that more in future episodes, but it's really important if you want to develop a relationship with your target audience and you want to have relational transactions, then you need to earn it. It's not going to be given to you. You have to earn it by actually being the expert they're looking for. You have to earn it by building the trust they seek. They consider their time spent shopping to be part of the purchase price, so don't waste their time. I'm looking at you, car dealers. You need to be quick and efficient in your expertise while you build trust. It's a lot to ask for, I realize, but if you're wasting their time, then they're not gonna be trusting you. They're gonna be realizing that you're doing it as part of some sort of crazy sales tactic. Now, relational customers are the best because they are repeat offenders. Once you get their business and they trust you, they will come back over and over again. They do not shop around. They are not looking for other solutions. If they trust you, they trust you. And so they keep coming back to see you. They are a great source for word of mouth marketing because they've had a great experience. They trust that you're going to deliver that kind of experience to everyone else. So they become your biggest brand advocates and advocacy is the goal. It's what we're all striving for every day. So don't piss these people off. Make the most of it. Build your relationships. Utilize your talents to really attract the relational customer. Because what you don't want is a transactional customer. They think short-term only. They're not looking down the line. They need something they need today. They really don't care. They don't care where they get it from. They don't care who they get it from. They just want it now. And what do they really care about when they're thinking about today's transaction? They want it cheap. It is Ultimately, the most important thing to them is that they win. They get one over on you. They get it cheaper from you than they could get it anywhere else. And then it's a victory. They love the process of shopping and negotiating. So their goal is to work the system, to shop and shop and shop and negotiate, negotiate, negotiate until they have beaten you up. They don't want it to be fair. They don't think at any point, oh, you are in a business, you have to make a profit. So let's make sure this is a win-win for both of us. That does not cross their minds. You're the enemy and they must defeat you. They fear paying more than they have to, even a dollar more. That is their biggest fear. And so you will lose their business forever if they feel like they didn't get one over on you. But the question becomes, do you want their business if that's their attitude? They consider themselves the expert, not you. 
they are willing to spend lots of time investigating as well as shopping and negotiating. Every transaction hinges on price. For them, that's all that matters. Saving the money. They'll drive across town to save a dollar on a gallon of gas or to save $500 on a car. There's no loyalty because, again, all they're trying to do is beat you and you can't be loyal to somebody you're trying to beat. And they also are a very good source of word of mouth marketing, but not the kind that you want because what they do is they go online and they attract everyone else that is looking to beat you up on price and will leave you in a heartbeat if they don't feel like you're the cheapest. And so you end up in a position where you don't necessarily want them, right? Okay, here's the crazy thing. Each of us is part relational and part transactional. I may be very transactional about a very inexpensive item, gas. We'll go back to that example. So I'll drive across town to save a dollar in gas because I'm very transactional when it comes to that. But I'm very relational when it comes to the car. Even though it's a much more expensive item and there's more trust issues, I will go to the same dealership over and over again and buy from them. Super loyal. So where are you in your life relational or transactional? Is there a clothing store that you seek out? A grocery store? It's interesting because in every one of those categories, some people are relational and some are transactional. Most retailers say that their objective is to drive traffic. And so all of their ads are driven towards traffic. They run loss leaders. They do everything possible to get as much traffic in the door. But the crazy thing is that traffic is heavily weighted towards the transactional shopper. So all you're doing is hoping to bring in more and more people who cost you more than they benefit you. This is something that Best Buy figured out. Way back in the day when there was a Best Buy and a Circuit City across the street from each other in every city in America, and they were attracting the same consumers, Best Buy got a new CMO, that's a chief marketing officer, and figured out that they didn't want the customers that they were getting, at least not all of them, because a lot of them were very transactional. They came in, they asked a ton of questions, they tried to beat up people on price, they only bought the least expensive thing, If they found it cheaper somewhere else, they quickly came back and returned it. And so what the new marketing plan was for Best Buy was to eliminate those kinds of people. So they stopped running those loss leader ads. They rearranged their store in a way that detracted the transactional and attracted the relational. They trained their salespeople to be good experts and good resources for the relational customer. They took the transactional customer out of their database If you came in and shopped from them and returned it and came in and bought from them and returned it, then you're not somebody that they want to attract. And look at what happened. Best Buy thrives. Circuit City is gone. So who do you want coming into your establishment? Relational or transactional? And it doesn't matter if you have a storefront and you're attracting people in off the street or if you're in a B2B business, accountant, lawyer, ad agency. At the end of the day, All of us are faced with the same challenges, relational versus transactional. The more you position yourself as an expert, the more you build trust, the more you will establish the relational customer, the more you don't have to spend time with the transactional, the better your business will be. You have happier customers and you'll have a better bottom line. Thanks for listening to Razor Branding Podcast. I hope this was time well spent. 
If you have any questions or would like to make suggestions, you can go to razorbranding.org or find me on Twitter at Jackie Russo, J-A-C-I-R-U-S-S-O. And all the links uh, you can find in our show notes, which are on each episode on the website, razorbranding.org.